All right, I'm here at Milton Keynes with the famous John Lee. And we, by the way, I've, I've never been in a Lamborghini with the side, with the door on the other side. I mean, the uh, wheel on the other side. <laughs> I guess I would say it's the wrong side, but for you guys, it's the right side. Yeah, definitely. So beautiful house here, background, some tents in the background, people fishing. So tell me, you just got a book deal. Yeah. So it's going to be, you said, a cross between... Well, wait, we should step back. What are you most famous in the UK for? Is it real estate deals? Is it business, teaching people? Business growth and just giving people the option to be able to do what they want, when they want, with whoever they want. So it's really about creating passive income, creating your financial freedom. Because at school, we were taught to go to school, get a job, and then eventually we die. So <laughs> I like that. I like that timeline. So what we teach people is we teach people to go to school, have some fun, get some life experience, and then start a business, become a millionaire. Right. And any particular business? What do you like right now? What's good, going good in the UK? Is Technology's real great. Real estate's great. And just starting a business. You know, a lot of the times people uh, can start a business, but they don't know what to start a business in. Right. And they don't have any idea on, on what they can do. But right now, anyone can take their knowledge, monetize it, and monetize their experience. And anyone watching this video right now, whatever you're doing, this is what you can do. And you see, there's a lot of people out there right now who need help. And I always say that if you want to make money, you've got to help more people do things. Right. Like, I, say, I say money is reciprocal altruism. So the, you can set up your life basically where the more you help, that's a form of altruism. Yeah. It becomes back to you in a reciprocal way. That's the ideal. Not all businesses are like that, but you have a business. Like I yeah. went to one of your seminars. It was yeah. cool. You do a lot of seminars teaching people. Yeah. I mean, there's, you see, the thing is everyone has a different risk appetite. You know, some, right. some people, you know, are quite happy with a lot of risk. Some people say, I want some hands-on stuff. So real estate is good for that. Some people say, what are you one to 10 risk lover? Oh, I love risk. You're uh, a 10. Here's, so, well, here's, but Ty, here's the skill, right? All right. The money you earn, you don't risk your own money. You never risk your own money. Right. You, you earn the money and risk the money that it's earned. So if you lose it, right. it doesn't make a difference. Right, right. And you, are you a big believer in using other people's capital, ideally? Absolutely. Right. And here's the thing, right? Why would you take your money, pay tax on it, right, and then spend it again on a business, right, and then pay tax again? Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. So even here in the UK, in London, Milton Keys, you guys still ought to be, the government still wants their cut. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Always. So uh, what, your story, a little background. You didn't grow up in a real estate background or no whatever. no i was working as an animator so i worked in the film industry okay so the company i used to work for was called frame store they worked on things like harry potter x-men were you uh, an animator i was an animator yeah really yeah yeah you're multifaceted i never knew that part about yeah. you okay started animation i was on thirty-six thousand pound a year and in my first real estate deal i bought for eighty-five thousand and sold it for a hundred eighty-five thousand. and i thought i've just made three years worth of three years deal. and how long did that selling? take you two months so you're like never going back like, to drawing. Why, I, well, the question is, why would you work a whole year for thirty six thousand when you can like make three times your yearly salary in a few months right. and take the rest of the month year off? Do you right? think that's realistic for a lot of people to do, or do you think it was a one off kind of thing? No, it's simple, but it's not easy. You know, it's right. kind of like losing weight. How do you lose weight? Eat less, exercise more, right? Right. But the thing is, most people know that, but they don't do it. Yeah. So it's same with real estate strategy and all the stuff that you teach people as well. You know, it, it, it's it's something that Everyone can do, but no one does it. Right. And it's because more, most people, they, they try it for a little bit, they dabble and they give up, and that's why they don't get results. Hey, real quick, let's let's fire this thing up for a second. <laughs> fire it up. Coming on the door, 
for those of you who like fancy cars, I know not everybody does, but this thing has a nice hum to it. Never been in one in the UK. You got to be sure not to crash because it comes on the wrong. Because everyone turns the opposite way. Get a picture of your house too. It's a nice little place. I like the architecture. Ready? All right, let's hear it fire up. Got that nice. Give it a little gas. <laughs> I think we got it. That's good. So, right now your favorite thing you're you're going all over the world too because you're in a, you're going to Malaysia teaching people. Is there anywhere you don't see opportunity? I know you're not as much in the U.S. Mm. Although that's probably going to change. You think you'll be? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've I've been lucky enough and privileged enough to be invited to the U U.S. Actually, to you know we shared the stage with people like Randy Zuckerberg. Facebook. Wow, nice. Um, Jack Welch. So you guys are watching in the US, you know, you <laughs> know your GE. I used to work uh, at GE. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Jack Welch is an awesome guy. And um, yeah, I've had the privilege to go over there. But the thing is this, is once you get trained to see, and I say become a millionaire, but you know, for a, for a lot of people, I always say it's about the self-worth. If you right. don't believe you're a millionaire inside, you'll never be a millionaire here. Right. I know for a lot of people, it's a dream. But the thing is this, like you're watching this, I ask you how much money you earn. You say, I earn 50,000 a year. I tell you to work for half the price, you'll probably say to me, I'm not going to do it. Why? Because you're worth more. So right. a, lot, a lot of the times we've got to train people to think that, you know, if you don't see it in your head, you're never going to see it here. You right. See? So you think people basically, you know, like Dr. Helen Fisher talks about, you get a mental map and then you live up to it. You have to. So you think, do you think, but, but you think for most people they're locked in to too low of a number? Well, here's the thing. The thing that keeps people down the most yeah. is the people they hang around. I call them red lighters. So people around you dictate who you'll be, what you'll be, and how much you'll earn. If you hang right. around millionaires, you hang around people who have a lot of money, you hang around people who like, love to help people, you'll be in that. You know, Ty, I, I work with a lot of you know, professional athletes. These, yeah. these people compete in the Olympics. Right. And you look at their mindset, their set of standards is so much higher than anyone else's. Right. Because they, they, they have to see you here, they have to believe it. You know, a friend of mine, her name is Jay Johnson, she's a long jumper. She yeah. competed in the Olympics. Yeah. And she said to me, she trained four years just to get an extra centimeter wow. on, on her jump. Right. You know, and that is like, you, you think And of, surrounding herself with coaches, AKA mentors, probably a physical, you know, a weight, somebody helping her on the weights, somebody obviously helping her. Mm -hmm. She said she's a runner? No, she's a, a long jumper. Long jumper, oh. a dietitian. Oh. Like you see pro athletes, that's one thing I tell people. What I, I've always been fascinated by pro athletes is pro athletes basically are the only people who as they get older, surround themselves with more and more advisors. Yeah. Most people older, they get the smarter they think they are, but not really. You know what I'm saying? And so you see this huge growth, professional athletes, like you said, even if it's a half an inch, they're winning the Olympics through obviously discipline, obviously vision and thought, but also through, like you said, who you surround yourself with. That's a huge one. I mean, yeah. it, like the fastest way to become successful it is just to hang around people who are successful. Yeah. You know, um, take them out for dinner. You yeah. know, add value. You know, like Jim Rohn says, poor people should take rich people to di to dinner. And poor people always say, he said, when you tell poor people that, they'd go, no, rich people should take us out. And he's like, that's never going to happen, and that's why you'll stay poor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's true, but it's a good line from Jim Rohn. Do you yeah. like Jim Rohn? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's long, no longer with us now, but his yeah. his whole well, one day will change life. It's just a decision. Right. You know, you got to really believe it. If you don't believe it, it's never going to happen. If you don't try it, you see, it's kind of like this learning curve. A learning curve kind of goes like this, right? right? Most people, this part here, that's the longest time. 
Right? Yeah. So if you've got, you know, you've got results here and time here, this whole curve here, most people, they go up here, but there's, there's no result. Right. And it's that little bit that you push a little bit further. If you go a little bit further, the curve does this. You go up and you get a higher result. So most people... So you think people are just too impatient? Well, it's or not, too slow well, it's, it's not because... their fault because they don't... Like, when you want to achieve something, find someone who's already been there and done that and got right. the result. So right? they're, not ma- they're not following a map, They're not following so a map. They have no yeah. mentor. They have no coach. They have no strategy. They, they, it's like playing a game of football with no goals. Right. It's like playing a, a game of football and... Or you soccer, know, or as soccer, we call it. Right? Nobody's going to know football. in the U.S. They're going to be like, football, wait yeah. a second. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's kind of like people are, are shooting a target in the fog. Right. You know, you've got no results. And, and here's what happens. The the whole potential of human beings is unlimited. But the thing is, we don't exert that because we don't believe it. Therefore, right. we don't take enough action. We don't take enough action. We don't get any results. And we don't get any results. It feeds back to us in this negative loop. That says, right. Hold on a second. I told you you couldn't do it. And therefore, right. you give up. So you think mostly it's I call that looping. Mm-hmm. It's like you either get in a positive loop. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a famous French uh, French scientist named Andrew Voisin. He called it untoward acceleration, meaning negative acceleration. Once you start failing, mm. then you get in a mindset and expect failure, and you also become. I've found a practical thing: you become negative, and no winner people want to be around you because yeah. you drag them down, Correct. and then you lose quicker and quicker, which yeah. is basically. I would say what, 80, 90% of the world yeah. is on that downward spiral. And here's the thing, you've all felt this before, you're watching, you walk into a room, you feel this energy that pulls you down. Right. When you feel that energy, get out of that environment. Right. That's hard for people, because sometimes it comes from your family. Mm. Sometimes it comes from friends you've had for 20 years, you feel a lack of loyalty, but you gotta see big picture and you have to go, you know, like there was a great uh, uh, former uh, a rabbi Mm. 2000 years ago he said if i don't love me who will meaning at some point you got to make the decision and go look these are some friends that i've had acquaintances they were good at some point in life they're not good anymore and i gotta love myself enough to break off that relationship well the first question you're gonna ask yourself is the people i'm hanging around are they empowering me or disempowering me and listen there's a saying that says people can stay in our life in our hearts but not in our lives that's a good one you know? So you keep them there. You see them at family reunions. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You, you see them at there. birthday parties. You know, it's, it's funny because my parents, when I first wanted to invest, the first thing they said to me is, don't invest in property. It's risky. That's what they said? Now when I go home, <laughs> now, now when now I go like, home, they say to me, hey, hey, it's not like, hello, son, how are you? They say, hey, son, do you have any good deals for me? Really? So you no, turned your family around. There you go. That's good. Yeah. So let's end on this. If you could be, you're still super young, but if you were 18 again, okay? Mm. Well, actually, I want to ask you two questions. If you were 18 again, what would you do different? Um, I would always, and this is for all of you, you will pay for the best advice you can afford. Okay. Seriously, because you'll lose more money making mistakes. I to- that's actually, I totally agree with that one. Second one, if you had one hour left on earth, and by the way, congratulations, just got married. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's cool. You got married in a castle. That's yeah. great. That's something that doesn't happen in the U.S. Nobody gets married in castles. We get cheesy actually my friend got married in a cool place but all right so married you got one 10 minute i love it in a castle yeah you have 10 minutes left or one hour left on earth for your wife kids pass on the best that you know what do you tell them a quote a book recommendation well here's Uh, the thing right a lot of us in life we always face a lot of challenges those challenges are normally decisions and every decision you make in life will lead to a different path 
Some of you have amazing potential, but you don't make the decision to, you know, to actually do it because you, you procrastinate. So my advice to you, if I had one message left, would be this. It doesn't matter whether you make the right decision or the wrong decision. Just make that decision make something. right. Just yeah. make that decision right. Right? If you decide to be a dad, make it right. You want to get into business, if it's the wrong decision, just make it right. You want to get married, make it right. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it wrong. Joel Salton used to tell me, our mentor used to say, Ty, when you don't know what to do, do anything, mm. even if it's the wrong thing. Because yeah. it's not really right. This right or wrong throws people off. It's not right or wrong. It's cause and effect. You'll do one thing and you may not like the consequence. Then you can just tweak, modify the path slowly yeah. but surely. Yeah. Action creates action and creates motion and opportunities. Yep. When you're ready... When the student is ready, the master will show yep. and the universe will say, you're prepared, you're ready, here are the opportunities. Awesome. Well, people want to check out your stuff. Yo, it's wealthdragons.com? Yeah, if you go to uh, YouTube, just yeah. type in John Lee or Wealth Dragons into YouTube. Yeah. There's hundreds of videos on there. I hope that stuff will help you guys out to start creating some. He did a conference with freedom. Oprah. It was awesome. Yeah. Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, so check out his stuff. Buddy, we're going to eat some Thai food. He asked me if I'm vegetarian. I'm not, so... We're clear to eat. Awesome. <laughs> See you later. See ya.